0: welcome to the grey wolf podcast here we go jumping into another edition of grey wolf hoops it is ned joined by the prez el prez of horsham basketball john fitzgerald john how are you sir very
1: good man i'm uh feeling a little bit better about my bold calls after one round of basketball we'll talk about that shortly but uh no life's good at the moment we're getting really stuck into the local basketball uh just come from Fresh from training, actually, but uh, things are good, man. How about yourself?
0: Diary of a Madman, John Fitzgerald. He's come out, he's put into an NBL, or I put it into one of those NBL groups on Facebook, and one keyboard (laughs) warrior's got out there and said, these are the thoughts of a madman. But I tell you what, that madman is... What on at the moment? The Hawks looking extremely good. Yeah, Tell you what, Brian Gordgian, man, goddamn, looking the goods. Tell you
1: what, I am all in on the Hawks bandwagon now. And I know we joked about it a bit in episode one, but like, I'm full on with the Hawks now. They've looked really good. And look, the sky is still the limit for them. Yeah, like I don't even could...
0: want to go back and listen to episode <laughs> one because we're like, oh, the Hawks versus who? <laughs> but they have almost caught up with last year's wins. They have.
1: I know they've almost just... They'll double it in a few weeks' time. And it's just great to see a team like that. And there's a little bit of talk because uh, Brian Gorgian came out after the game and was talking about the Illawarra name. And there's a bit of talk going on around the place at the moment that maybe they could bring that back or... Watch this space. There's things happening around the NBL, which makes it a bit more interesting.
0: Yeah, it certainly does. So we'll have to wait and see. Someone said the Gorgon. Yeah, or something like that, that, which I I like as well right there, which is very good. But let's talk a little bit of local hoops right quick. We are recording this on Friday night, the night before a Bendigo tournament, where you go off and coach pretty much every side in the Horsham (laughs) Basketball Association, which isn't quite true, and good luck to all taking part. But who have you got this weekend?
1: Uh, We've got some, actually, you're going to love our first, match. Up. We've got some good matchups, and it's sort of been a bit hard because usually we'd be about three, four months into our season and obviously because of COVID and restrictions and whatnot, this is our first tournament, which again, we'd normally be well into the swing of things by now. So we're going in with no expectations. We're going to lay it all out on the court, but our first game is against Melbourne Tigers, Nettie. So oh,
0: you have to be the, the old The
1: old Grudge match. is going oh, to be I like it. on for young and old. It's a, it's a third team, so I've got no idea what that'll be like. Probably uh, still pretty good. I'd probably say. still pretty good, yeah. Then we've got Geelong. And then we've got Colax. A couple of really good uh, oppositions in our first lot of pool games. I'm really excited. And, yeah, we'll be reporting back next week on the results. But see how we go.
0: Yeah. And if you want to sort of take a little bit of just watch this space kind of deal, if you want to get on board the Horsham Basketball, hit it up at facebook.com slash Horsham Basketball, I believe, where you can keep an eye on Fitzy and the lads. I think we'll be updating it throughout the weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun, my young fella, taking part. I can't be there.
1: We're cuties, John. (laughs) I know. It's sucks a little bit but we're gonna see how the uh, zombies academy training's been uh, been going for that first tournament so it's just good to be back on the court and it's just good to have sport back and it just so you know, it just feels like things are getting back to normal so yeah, it really bring does. It
0: on. And I should say Marley gonna be out there playing too for the under 12 girls team she's made the a squad John I'm very excited about it so good yeah. luck to all Horsham teams taking part and to everyone taking part except for the Melbourne Tigers
1: <laughs> yeah I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll report on that game straight after it happens but man let's talk a bit of uh, NBL hoops at the moment it was a cracking round one opening and a few interesting results and so we'll, we'll sort of work our way through each of the games. And of course, the day we recorded the first pod, Melbourne United came out and they showed Adelaide how it was done, as we predicted, and uh, got the season off to a very nice start.
0: Oh yeah, I don't think it would have taken a genius to see this one coming. I think the 36ers stuck with them and through until around about half time, and then the old United lads, they flexed their John Fitzgerald-like muscles. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were like, oh hell yeah, they put the foot down and looked very good and evenly spread there on the stat sheet. So
1: yeah, that was one thing that I sort of pulled out of that game is how even it was. And like Landau had a really good first game. He shot up 10, uh, almost got a double-double. Uh, Jack White was really good. He yeah. showed some real flashes. I mean, he only scored the seven. Man, he looked good in patches. But it was just an even spread for United. And I think that's going to be the thing for them is they have they've got a couple of focal spots of that offense, let's be honest. But there's not the Casper the out there that's just running it himself. Like, they've got a really balanced team. And I think that's going to be their point of difference this year. So yeah, they look good.
0: 100% agree with you right there. And that's going to be the, I think that's going to be the key to them having success yeah, this season yep. if they can balance it out evenly and sort of they've got a lot of talent there. So it's going to be a case of whether or not they're willing to share it around a little bit and uh, yeah, if game wants to go that's by, right. most definitely are.
1: Yeah, exactly, man. And the, the shining light really for Adelaide in that first game was DJ. He came out and we we said that in in the first uh, pod that you know a lot of it's going to revolve around him. He had a nice twenty nine points. Unfortunately, no one else got past double figures. But the man that they worked out they need to get the ball in the hands off was Josh Giddy, which they figured that out. In the second game, and they ended up coming with the W, which will talk shortly. Tell you but what
0: we do not put a guy on the Grey Wolf poster without just thinking about exactly it, right there. The right. Hoops poster, giddy, look out. Exactly.
1: It starts with the poster, man. We always put the moles on some of those guys, but uh, so a great start for Melbourne United. But Ned, it was an even better start for the Hawks coming out in game one. My boys, the ones I got all the slack for, <laughs> the poor, the poor Hawks. You but, are a um, madman. I am a madman. I am a crazy man. But I actually um, like
0: the madman aspect because yeah. those of you that you know follow us on Grey Wolf we do have a madman amongst we do. us madman Matt Grace <laughs> is probably not too happy about you stealing the spotlight there madman oh. John Fitzgerald doesn't have quite the same ring to it
1: but not yeah really no and I don't think I really suit that persona too much but maybe more of a crazy man than just mad from being angry <laughs>
0: That's it right there. But hey, they did indeed look the goods. I should point out too, we haven't seen a huge amount of these NBL games due to you coaching just about every night. I've only just watched my first couple of games now. I tell you what, it's just so great to have the hoops back, John. That's the the main thing for me here. And I was just looking at the schedule. There is games nightly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there is. So we've got a lot of catching up to do, but it was a great start by the Hawks and just a really good team effort by again it's it's very similar to the to United just you know they're spreading the love around there again we keep saying they've got the best coach in the country we can't write off the fact that Brian Gordon's been chased by clubs for years to come to Australia so he's the one that's coming to make the difference as much as I'm a crazy madman uh, <laughs> they've got off to a really good start but I think the bullets man they're, they're still trying to figure things out a little bit you know Sobye's going to lead the way for them Vic law was good as we sort of predicted in that first uh, first episode they've got the right pieces there but I think there's just something wasn't quite right and I think it was more just the Hawks like they came out ready to play. Like we said, they have got nothing to lose, so they're just coming out. Oh, they're ready to big go. Big time
0: statement year for the Hawks. And I tell you what, Tyler Harvey, their point guard, there yeah. he is looking at the damn goods. Like we didn't have a fantasy league this season, but if we did, I would have him in yeah. there. And that Yesup guy, I was yeah, watching Yesup. last night. He ripped it up. Yep. Apparently, he is. Uh, it's one of those next star signed to the Golden State Warriors yeah. which is yep. very cool right there he looked the goods in the rematch and oh,
1: damn! Yeah. we'll get onto that later of course looked but out. I
0: tell you what they have got a pretty evenly spread team right there as well
1: yeah and that's the key this year in the NBL isn't it? having that settled team you can't really rely on one player anymore it's just not the way the game's going but uh, very interesting then and, and also I'm very happy when they came up I think we texted each other straight away <laughs> so the madman's got one from one so far but um, it just
0: doesn't seem right but you are mad <laughs> I if am ever a bit mad. I think of someone I'm an unstable person immediately I think of you John yeah
1: I think that makes sense look just look at me i just I'm unhinged and I'm a bit crazy man but <laughs> let's look at explain why you take on so much work well it could be maybe, maybe I am a mad man maybe I don't realise that I'm mad it's just bit of an issue I've got going on here, but let's move on to the next game, dude. And this was a really cracking game. I watched the highlights from this. Taipans, our boys, we always jump on cans. We love the Cans boys. Beat the Kings by one point, possibly unexpectedly, although we are very high on Cans this year. But to come out and make a statement straight up against the Kings, dude, not a bad effort.
0: Yeah. Love the I was about to say the Sacramento Kings. I don't know where I was off with there, but I do love the Cairns Taipans. They come out and they've got that one-two punch in Cam Oliver and yep. Scott Machado looking all sorts of good. Did it wear them out though? Because they got blew out in the
1: next game. Yeah, it could have possibly. Yeah, yeah. Like they've got, again, their starting five is very good, the uh, the Cairns Taipans, but then they're going to have to dive deep into the, uh, into the bench there. And I actually watched a video on YouTube of Mike Kelly's playbook and I really liked it. I've actually stolen a couple of things from him. He runs a very nice ship Oh, Mike. Kelly
0: that is cool that you say that right there the the Pete Fitzgerald look-alike yeah and just changing things up still on the topic of basketball but I was I did a bit of a Facebook post for our next Grey Wolf uh, pack chat episode yeah, and yeah, the guy yeah. said that in grade five Dave Thompson said he interviewed Mike Kelly back in his playing days right wow. there so That's Mike cool. Kelly jumps up again in the grey wolf world it's just Look like
1: all these connections that we're going to have to try and get him on I think at some stage uh, well, maybe we'll, we'll, it, we'll, in, maybe
0: in, we'll in, get my dad
1: talk. on and we'll just sort of see who's who but uh, now Mike Kelly he he's up he's co- as a coach he's up there as well I oh, really like him love that guy and a guy that can get the most out of this team um, and again like him Last year, Oliver and Machado kind of came out of nowhere to form that one-two punch you said before, and they're looking to carry that on this year. They're and looking how did our so boy
0: Outback Shaq go? Nate <laughs> Jowai, just looking Shaq. at his stats there, what's he got here? Yeah, he played he, eight minutes? He played eight four minutes. Four
1: points? Probably on the wrong side of 35 now, was the he, old Nate Juye, but, uh He man. blew out after those eight minutes,
0: no doubt, but <laughs> much love to, to Nate. Yeah, same.
1: <laughs> we love him, man. But uh, switching things over to the King side, and I think there was probably a bit of – bit of soul searching still to go with the Kings they've got a couple of holes to fill but uh, you know Casper's out there he's still doing his thing bit of production off the bench but I think they're still working out that rotation but it was really pretty cool to see Sean Bruce 20 minutes and uh, what did he yeah, do there? he's starting there man yeah. he's got
0: four points I like that four right assists. there
1: again like I've said it before one. I love Sean and Casper on the court together. I just think that's the right mix for for Sydney, and hopefully Sean's going to start getting some serious minutes this year because he really adds a good element. I yeah, I like him starting yeah. too. But
0: your MVP prediction there, John, he was had a big old donut, did he? Zero. Yeah.
1: He scored. He didn't score too much. He was a little bit off there, man. But uh, it's very early days. Let's not let's not sort of get too hasty. But he's uh, the one that's probably seven
0: points. My bad. I'm looking at the wrong it, stat line right there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah.
1: He's the one that probably would have made the difference in that game if he had a woken up. Like, DD needs to come out, and he needs to fill that stat sheet. One rebound, one assist. Like, that's just not going to cut it, really, for what he should be providing to that team. So not quite
0: the MVP numbers yet, buddy, MVP but, you yet,
1: know, watch this space. One game. It's only one game in the season. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, but we'll also switch <laughs> up to the next game man. The big one. This was an absolute ripper. Went to overtime, and uh, I tell you what, Adelaide came out looking to play didn't they? They really learned something from that first game, obviously. And poor old Phoenix, uh, Adelaide only needs to win four more games for my prediction to go at the window too, <laughs> mind you. So uh, they actually, like I said, worked it out. DJ was massive again. But Josh Giddy, like he's where it starts, man. He had 11 rebounds, 16 points if you don't mind. Seven assists, but holy moly, he looked to run that floor and they need to get him on the court as much as possible.
0: Couldn't agree more on that. And and just on the topic of Josh Giddy, I was reading that they're thinking they're predicting him to go first round next year yeah. in the NBA draft pick. How about that?
1: He's been touted for a long time. Local uh, current
0: talent. They're only 18, Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, only very young. And uh, and Isaac Humphries, he was one. He didn't get a lot of minutes in that first game. He played 37, obviously, given some overtime minutes there. 14 points, 12 rebounds. He's that little one-two punch with DJ that they need to get right. And obviously, they've sort of figured it out. And we did say earlier in the season, like, where's that scoring going to come from? And Daniel Johnson's stepped up in a massive way. Giddy's going to set up some play. I'm liking what I'm seeing from Adelaide. I still think it's going to be a long season. Like, that's a lot of responsibility on the shoulders of, of young Josh Gideon. You know, DJ is not the youngest. Bloke out there anymore either. So consistent though. Cheers. Yeah, very consistent. But you know, that's a that's a big win to take one against uh against Phoenix. Phoenix
0: did look good in yeah. the rematch there too. But I was gonna say Sunday deck, you keep an eye out yeah. for him, Johnny. He can play. He carved it up.
1: Yeah, he's the man too, isn't he? But um even you look, and and this is one thing we I don't think we did talk about too much with the Phoenix, is you look at that box score and you look at the depth and that's what they're missing right now. Like all of their starters there played sort of 35 minutes plus and there wasn't much coming in off the bench. So that's the big concern for me for the Phoenix at this point. Like, you know, trying to back that up an overtime loss when you're not really getting a lot of bench production, like that could turn into a very long season very quickly but Creaky was awesome. He had 30 points there. shot a couple of three-pointers as well, man. A couple of nice little daggers. Uh, and Kiefer Sykes, he was the man I was predicting to come out and run that court. He had 11 11- Assist as well which is exactly what they needed that sort of core general player so
0: nice little double double there for him there he he looked very good
1: yeah very nice again he runs the floor a bit more than what Brobison was going to do he's just a lights out shooter so they've got the right mix there but if they're not getting much off the bench in this kind of league, especially when you go into overtime you know you're going to fall behind pretty quickly
0: yeah one of your big name guys goes out there and you're in all sorts of trouble so southeast melbourne phoenix and adelaide interestingly enough they're sort of predicted to be in that bottom four
1: yeah, yeah, exactly this. Probably Phoenix and, and, um. I'll still say uh, Adelaide down there for me. Yeah, I'll still stick with that prediction, but um, we'll go to the last game of the round, man, and uh, Cairns trying to back that one up against the Hawks, who are unstoppable at this point, <laughs> let's be honest, and uh, the Hawks got it done quite easily in the end, 76-92.
0: This was surprising to me. They absolutely blew out the pans,
1: and of yeah. course, Big predict to me
0: said, no worries at all for the Cairns tiepans. So I'd get yep. this done. No doubt you would have backed the Hawks. I
1: was genuinely surprised at this result, and and they didn't just win. Like They came out at the score at quarter time was 19 to 31. Like they came out ready to go and then by that point the game was basically just over but um, it's just good signs from from the Hawks like you know, yes up again 24 points Harvey 25 like <laughs> That could be like keep an eye on this yeah.
0: Tyler Harvey. I am telling you right there. We followed him on the odd Twitter. Yeah. Not sure if you saw yeah. that. I'm all over that. Yeah, and I want to get back. him on
1: Grey Wolf. No, he hasn't. <laughs> but it's just and that's gonna be very interesting and to see what toll some of these sort of back to back games take on the players this year. Cause it's gonna be a little bit different with restrictions and whatnot, and that could all change as well. But you know, you're gonna to wanna to be able to come out and put a good performance in uh with those back to back games. And yeah, surprisingly, Cairns couldn't get it done. But the Hawks, man, they're up and about. I'm I'm looking a little less mad by the day. Maybe. Well, that's three <laughs>
0: wins, man. So they're almost at our five wins from last season.
1: Exactly. Gans
0: Taipans, so though, they are, of course were your championship prediction. If they play like that,
1: uh, maybe, maybe not. So not
0: but as you said, it is very, very early days.
1: Yeah, very early days, man. And because of where we're recording this, we have got a couple of games already under the belt for round two. But we'll have a look through each of the games here, and we'll quickly run through the ones that have already uh, been completed. So Adelaide took on the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix again, and this time the Phoenix got on top, man. Let's. Uh, let's Interestingly have, let's enough. Down right here yeah.
0: giddy not out because it was out of this game because of that did you see the dunk he took in the concussion yeah, sort of scare I guess he landed face first very John Fitzgerald like with the way he glid through more it was like just- a
1: face plant it was more me than that <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah that look, that could have been the difference in the end they lose that playmaker and again Humphrey's off the bench man 20 points put him in the starting lineup for goodness sake let's go but uh, I'll tell you what the Phoenix looked much better in that second game again my boy Sykes 24 uh, points 8 assists setting that floor up. Uh, again, though, not much production off the bench, which is very interesting. So. Your boy Admin looked all right there, though. Yeah, yeah. Adnan needs to find a way to... to be a part of that rotation because i feel like him and sykes are very like they're court generals like i've watched uh, adnan play uh, for a number of years when he was playing with the siebel and he's really good at that and that's sort of similar role so there, again that's sort of one two not an amazing shooter but um he managed to score himself 17 points two from three uh, two from four from three as well so uh, he needs to work out a way getting that rotation but we did talk about you know i think they're going to benefit each other as yeah. Adam comes through the ranks as well
0: it kind of blew my mind as well i didn't realize that Adnan's so tall I thought he was just a little fella like me I think yeah. he's six foot plus
1: yeah yeah I mean most of them are except for you and me it's a uh, no, big man's league <laughs> obviously that's why we uh, didn't quite get there Nettie but didn't um, quite. Yeah. now you mentioned there the uh, the third win for the Hawks which was against the lowly Brisbane Bullets I mean they were our team last year so obviously we're not worried about them so much anymore but Hawks got the job done by eight points and they are just looking all sorts of good man like we don't have to keep talking about that but your boy Harvey 31 points if you don't mind I'm on the Harvey bandwagon
0: yes this is the first game that I got to officially watch and it was excellent right there. The Hawks started very, very slowly, John, but they sort of whooped themselves into gear and boom, Harvey took over. One of the sweetest looking little floaters he has. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, what, have a look out for that. He's sort of We retweeted it. I'm sure you saw it where he somehow hit
1: the side of the top of the left-hand side of the backboard. Damn. Very Ned Tepper-like. Yeah.
0: Yeah, let's go with that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But look, I'm really interested to see how if the Hawks can keep this form uh, going. Because remember it was a bit like the Phoenix came out last year with nothing to lose. And they just played some great ball. Very keen to see if the Hawks can keep that up. So. The thing here
0: with the Hawks too, they were missing some players as well, like Cam though yeah. and that weren't playing during this. So Yeah, see
1: so Ogilvy, Ogilvy snuck into the starters there by the looks of it as well. So it's, Turn yeah. back the clock a little Did bit. He, back he looked clock.
0: pretty good, Ogilvy. And yeah. big shout outs to my brother-in-law, Jace Michael, who looks just like AJ yeah. uh,
1: Ogilvy. Yeah. We need to do like a Grey Wolf NBL look-alike sort of thing, don't we? Yeah, Herbert, Golding, <laughs> Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald
0: <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Kelly,
1: and Ogilvy. Other Fitzgerald. Hobson. Yeah, true. Yeah. (laughs) I know where you going with that one. <laughs> the leaps, anyway. So the game going on at the moment, man. It's pretty tight at the moment. The 36ers are taking on New Zealand. This is going to be a pretty good match, I think. For the second half, we might have to wrap it up and get out and
0: Yeah, let's get out of here. That's a little bit. We'll see you later. <laughs> but uh, that's
1: going to be a good one. Um, who are you picking in this one, man? It's in Adelaide. Well, I was watching. I thought New Zealand
0: breakers, no worries at all. We'll get this. They looked a little bit rusty. Adelaide started horribly. I was watching this before you got around, but yep. then, but then got on a little bit of a roll there in New Zealand. We're looking pretty ordinary, but. As, as this goes, we record this 44 yeah. 42. The six is up by two. I think New Zealand will New close Zealand. it out in the second half, though.
1: So. I'm going to stick with that as well because I have to stick by that other prediction that Adelaide is going to stop winning games. So I'll stick with New Zealand as well. They might have the, the fresh madman. You know, I'm going to get so much hate in the next few months. But uh, <laughs> let's move on. We've got a couple of games uh, Saturday, man. Cairns, tie pans taking on Sydney. Could say both teams need a win this early in the season. Obviously, uh, the Sydney Kings dropped their first round game. This is a Cairns. Do you think the Cairns Taipans are going to come away with the W. Yeah, I do actually...
0: Unfortunately for Brucey and the Kings, I think Cairns will be looking good. They would have been embarrassed after that big loss. They're going to want to bounce back. It's in Cairns, which is all sorts of humid, hot, and horrible. Oh, yeah. And Machado, Oliver, the lads. Let's look for a big one from Quiet Noi I think they're going to get it done here against last year's grand finalists, the Sydney Kings. But, you know, with the league the way it is, anything could happen. Yourself?
1: Yeah. I I think I'm going to have to stick with Cairns as well. Like, you're spot on with that travel going up there at this time of year, it's going to be quite warm, but um, I think Cairns will come out ready to play, and uh, yeah, the Kings have got a few things to work out, I reckon, so we'll see how they go, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if I was a betting man, Matt Nettie, $2.60 for Kings to win, there's some decent odds on I'll tell you what, I said, the
0: actual madman, madman Matt Grace oh, will yeah. be reaching down to his wallet right about now, <laughs> thinking, I'm going with the Kings, because... I feel they're pretty unfair odds there. I think, they should oh, I think be the Kings are closer. a little bit closer than that right there. I do think Cairns will win, but Sydney could get that one done easily and I would not be surprised. Let's look for a big one from DD as well. Yeah. Bounce back for Fitz.
1: Yeah, please. Because <laughs> I can't to- deal with all the messages online. <laughs> We're dealing with freedom for Jay.
0: We're getting our buddy Jay a divorce on Grey Wolf Pack Chat. We need... DD, bounce back
1: for four. Come Fitz. on, Come do on. let's do this. Do it this. for me. Do it for me. But uh, let's move to the game on Sunday, man. The Perth Wildcats at home to the Phoenix. Uh, this could be a cracking game, and this could really tell us where the Wildcats sit this season. I'm really interested to see how they roll out. I'm looking forward to
0: this game more than any this round, Johnny, because everyone's saying, and I am one of those people, I think you are one of those yeah, people as yep, well, that yep. the Perth Wildcats don't look as good on paper as what they did last year. Southeast Melbourne Phoenix have looked pretty good so far. Yeah, yeah. Like they're looking good, but they one, one from
1: one or oh, one and one. Yep.
0: One and one look good in both games, mm. but Perth, this is their time. They could stamp their authority down right here. Southeast Melbourne Phoenix needs to go out there and get this job done, and yeah, they'll look legit if they can beat the Wildcats at RAC Arena oh, yeah. in front of that red army. Of course, Perth. Uh, red hot favorites to win this one but I don't think it will be uh, will I dip the upset here I don't know what are you going to go this
1: is a tough one because after I made that prediction about Perth I've been sort of scouring through Twitter and a few of those Facebook groups that we're in and a lot of people are picking them to miss the playoffs like it was probably maybe the bold prediction might have been that they would make the playoffs given the amount of uh, not hate but given the amount of talk there is around their team and their structure this year as you said doesn't look as good on paper which I I would probably agree with I think Perth's going to come out and make a real statement in that game. Like You're I think, gonna I think they will. Yeah. Then, yeah,
0: torch the Phoenix. Yeah,
1: I think they will. Phoenix have had two games already. They've got to go on the road over to Perth. Like that's a tough, that's a tough road trip anyway. I think. Look, I think long term Perth will still miss the finals, but I think they're going to come out ready to play for that first game. Because yeah, like there has been a lot of talk about them missing the playoffs, and I think that's going to really fire them up for this first game at least. So. Wouldn't be surprised to see Perth come out and really flex the muscles. But then again, there's still a lot of question marks around that team. A lot of holes they need to fill from last year. So, you know... It's, it's probably the, the
0: perfect team, really, for Perth to have uh, coming to RAC Arena, I'd yeah, say, yeah. right there, yep, because yep. it is a good opportunity yep. to really just go, ah, we're going to get Not this so done. Fast. We still do have Bryce Cotton sitting there. So, yeah. yep. you know what I mean? A lot of it will be resting on Cotton's shoulders, though. And we were talking earlier about the widespread teams and whatnot. Perth, yep. to yep. me, on paper, and far from an expert, <laughs> didn't seem to have as much of, you know, as, as much of a widespread like, team
1: yeah yeah you don't sort of look at that team and fear them as much anymore i mean not that i'm looking at the team to match them up on the weekend but uh <laughs> if i'm in the shoes of um of you know the, the phoenix and you're looking at that ross you're thinking yeah okay we can go over there and we can take care of them it's a less daunting trip going over there to, to perth now but you know it's still a big flight there's still a lot of factors in play so here's a question
0: too will that be played in front of a crowd i, I think it will i, I think so the games i've seen so far yeah. have been in front of crowds, so... Yeah,
1: I think it will be, and uh, it's probably a bit like the Bendigo tournament. Maybe each player can bring one parent, and that's all, so... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Call that's of
1: it. the night! So, uh, no, I'm... Bryce I'm,
0: Cotton's got his mum there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Mrs. Cotton.
0: <she's> Mrs. Just... <laughs> Creek goes from Horsham over to watch Mitchie play.
1: Yeah, of course she will, but uh, no, this is going to be a great game. Uh, expect Perth to come out with some fire, but uh, I don't think they'll... I don't think they'll blow the Phoenix out at the start of the game. I think mean, it should be a good start, but we'll see what happens.
0: It'll be a good game. They are red-hot favourites, to win it so you know that is their chance and it'll be the way Get look at the Perth Wildcats and see if they can go that 3 P. I can't see it happening. Uh, they probably will beat the Phoenix, but I'll, I'll still go with the Phoenix for the upset.
1: I'll go Wildcats then, just to be different.
0: Let's be a little <laughs> bit different and then I think we'll be the same on this one. It is the Cairns, Taipans and Melbourne United wrapping up this round, Johnny. At that Cairns pop-up arena yep, once yep. again, the Taipans will have had a lot more games under their belt at this stage, but Melbourne United just looked so damn good. Like, yeah. I can't see United
1: dropping this. I can't either. No, nah, as much as I love Cairns, and uh, and this is going to be possibly game of the rest of the round because we're already a few games in, but this is going to be a cracker. And I think it'll really, you know, solidify Melbourne as like a, I mean, an early sort of, I guess, final favorite in a sense. Uh, but are the Cairns serious this year? Like are the Taipan serious this year? It may hinge a little bit on how that game against Sydney goes because they need to win that game. I know yeah. we're only one game in or two games in, but they need to come out against a team that hasn't won yet from one game and, uh, and then back that up with a big, big test against Melbourne United. That's going to be a hard game, but I think uh, Cairns could take a bit of momentum into that game if they win against the Kings. So it could be a cracker, but I think United will be too strong.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. But if Cairns beats the Kings and then beats United, they've just knocked over yeah. last season's grand finalists and talk about making a statement beating that Melbourne United team. If they do that, your prediction of Cairns winning mm. the NBL championship won't look so crazy, John. No,
1: I think and, – and these are the sorts of games that have to win. Like, it's at Cairns. It's early in the season. They've got a few games under their belt. You, you, you're spot on. If they come out and win both of these games, well, so that shakes things up a little bit. I think it means Cairns is looking a bit more serious. And we know they've got the pieces there, but, you know – games, I mean, I know they're both in Cairns, they're both at home, but this is going to be a really good challenge for them. So next episode, we could get a good little idea of, uh, you know, maybe a very early thought on how things are going to shape up.
0: Yeah, very much looking forward to it. I'll stick with Melbourne United as you will, and that will wrap up the round there. So it's going to be a good one. There is so much basketball on, so just check it out. SBS On Demand is the way to do it, Johnny, if you don't have ESPN. Like, uh, we don't, so we're just Checking all these get games out on demand. So, loving that Hoops yeah. is back.
1: It's good, isn't it? It's just good to be back. And, like, everything's just, you know, feeling right at the moment with basketball every, everywhere. And uh, we need to catch a few games next round. But, yeah, it's just going to be coaching for the next three days for me. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, looking forward to next week's edition where we will discuss the Horsham Hornets under 18s. And you've got the under 14s as well. Is that uh, right?
1: The 14, go- uh, the boys that I've got aren't going, but uh just the 18. So oh, it's going to okay. be very it's interesting. A,
0: it's, a little, it's a light weekend for yeah, you this weekend, yeah. John. Just one, one set of duties. Johnny, of course, is the president of our local association as well. We've got some big things in the works with Horsham Basketball and Grey Wolf Entertainment, of course. Not just the hoops right now. We've got Grey Wolf Pack Chat live. We we'll discussed oh, yeah. some fun stuff there, man. we <laughs> yeah, We're talking Cobra Kai. We're talking NBL, of course. We're bringing our buddies Amin and Jace Herbert, who does Know the difference between video and and audio, which is quite funny.
1: It's worth watching the video just for that moment in the video where Herbs didn't think that Zoom was recording video, even though he was
0: looking at us both. Uh, go figure and his dog going crazy in the background as well, but. We're having a bit of fun this year. We are working on Herb's divorce as well. He did marry himself quite a while. <laughs> moving right along, but we're trying to get out of that uh, one for the big yeah. guy. Look for the GoFundMe to start up soon. Great. Wolf well, Pack Chat will be back soon. Reliving the war with Nims Azor and Simon Tackler out now as well. They're dropping two a week Ugh. over the next couple of weeks here. So, greatwolfentertainment.net. Plenty on the go,
1: John. Man, I can't add much more to that. It's all happening. Uh, keep keep posted on the socials. Yeah, Pack Chat's back. Everything's happening at the moment. 2020. 2020- 21, year of the wolf we keep saying it Stay 2021
0: tuned. is the year of the wolf and i am on the tyler harvey <laughs> bandwagon
1: go hawks tyler <laughs> harvey for mvp <laughs> hawks baby this has been another presentation from the gray wolf entertainment network Greywolfentertainment.net.